You're tuned in to a brand new episode of the Supreme Standards Podcast with me, Tina Edwards. On this show, we're hanging out with a highly acclaimed producer, instrumentalist and DJ, New Rafik. He was based in Paris and now lives here in London where he recorded his brand new album, Folding Road, which you're going to hear this summer. It features some amazing artists, including Alicia Joy and Emma Jean Thackeray, both who have been guests on this podcast. And on this show, we talk about switching careers to follow his dreams in music. And we talk about some of the stories behind the album as well. Enjoy. Pleasure. Um, how was your Easter break? Uh, not, not too bad. Honestly, like I did nothing really interesting. So just sports and practicing so like, nice yeah it's not the best part of the <laughs> of the show i think <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of sport were you up to what are you into uh at this period i try to 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 run like jogging that's uh-huh. all and uh, i go a bit to the gym okay not fair. too much and i make some push-ups like i discover like the calisthenics like you know it's it's really uh posh way to say like you just do everything with your body weight Right, uh, which, yeah, is such a great way to work out. You don't have to worry about, you know, equipment. And yeah. Stuff. You just yeah. Use, use yourself. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've been in that last month. Uh, and uh, now I, I just had the money for that, so I pay for, for a gym. Not Perfect. A long time ago. What do, you, do you listen to music when you run or podcasts or, or do you prefer to run with silence? Uh, no, no, no. I love to listen to music when I run. And I listen at this period of like to a lot, two or three albums. Uh, my favorite at, at this period because it's really cinematographic. It's uh, Flying Lotus, You're Dead, right? The last album, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that, like the next one. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a sick running soundtrack. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because it's really like you know atmospheric, and uh, you have a lot of different phases. It's not like you run, and I love also. I have a <laughs> various artist compilations called uh, Grime Time. Uh, 2.0 which is just big hit of grime music yes and um, like when you want to you know you are in a peak time and you want like to have a big pick of adrenaline like it's the best but totally hitting the pavement with some force <laughs> to that music yeah that, that sounds that, perfect that's it but in general <laughs> I'm more like you know it's really classic like Kendrick Lamar to Pimper Butterfly mm. Flying Lotus and uh, and Dizzy Rascal as well Boy in the Corner Oh, okay, yeah, cool. it's my. I think it's my favorite grammar album since, wow, more than ten years now. Wicked. So, I yeah. feel like um, I discovered something about running with my in my own head recently. That so many people say run to fast music to help you keep up with your speed. Yeah. But I find my brain sort of is so like blah, 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 anyway and, and quite speedy that I prefer to listen to really slow ambient things when I'm running and yeah. it kind of balances out the oh god sort of feeling like the speed yeah, yeah. with something incredibly calm like there's a real balance to it I, I'm, I'm really agree it just depends what time of running you do like if you do the in French we say fractionné it's like you run really fast for one minute uh, really fast for 15 seconds and you run after slowly uh, for one minute or one minute 30 or something like and you just change a lot to you know have some I don't I don't know how it works I, I'm not really a scientist but uh, I think it's like you have 
pick and you go you go down and pick and you go down and it's really good for your heels and right. for uh, for the cardio in general. Yes. So if you run like that, it's really great to have great music. But if you're like, okay, today I want to just you know turn my brain off and just run like one hour. It's really perfect to to have like slow music, really atmospheric or something, or with a lot of you know different atmosphere. But like Flying Lotus for me is perfect because you have a lot of different atmosphere. Sometimes it's like purely free jazz, really strange and really fast, and sometimes it's just really really slow music, like Coronas uh, the Terminator. I guess track really really slow with uh, this vocal come from you know, even or somewhere like. So I, I would like to change the atmosphere when I run a long, long time. Mm, welcome to the Supreme Standards Fitness Podcast. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. show's taking a turn. It's great. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't expect to speak about it, but really, I, that I, <laughs> I love. I love learning. Whatever we're talking about is great. Yeah. Um, so we play a little game on this podcast, and for the first time, we've got a guest on the podcast that I think I've played this with before in real life, IRL, possibly in Paris yeah. during the International Anthem Showcase. And uh, I can't remember, I, yeah, well, yeah. I was quite intoxicated. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, DJing. Yeah. And I remember talking to Scotty of International Anthem about like this life swap game, yeah. where you get to pick three lifestyles. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you were floating about in that conversation as well. Uh, my memory is sketchy. Yeah, yeah, maybe, oh, it was not a long time ago, but yeah. I was, you know, my brain might was occupied by a lot of di- busy by a lot of different things. So fair, that's cool. We're gonna yeah. start fresh. All right. So <laughs> with this game, uh, you get to keep your life as it is, yeah. but you get to pick three alternate lifestyles to jump in and out of as you please okay. for as short or as long as you want. Um, so you could travel back in time or create a time or another career or whatever. So uh, I would make um, Russian dolls in the 1900s. And I would, um, I would, uh, I would be an astrophysicist because uh, I'm kind of reading books on that at the moment, and I'm kind of starting to get 0.1 percent of it. Uh, and I would also, I would, I would, you know, that film Almost Famous, where there's a journalist, there's a music journalist that tours with bands. Okay, I'd be that person. <laughs> so, what would your three be? Wow, uh, it's a big question. I <laughs> didn't expect this one as well. Existential uh, crisis at ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, first I want to know what it is to be like in a, you know, live like a white person in a rich place, like you know, in Beverly Hills or something, and uh, don't think about like where you will, you know, study or something. Like, don't think a lot about hospital, like if you're ill or something healthcare, like that, yeah. like healthcare. Um, so first something like this in the 90s because I, I really like the 90s I think it's, <laughs> it's a good period to, to live at this you know you know Melrose Place and all this kind of TV show where yes what person would just are like oh I don't know if Brandon loved me or something I really want to be this kind of guy <laughs> I was uh, watching She's All That for the first time last night yeah. I don't know if I'm happy to admit out loud but it's done now it's such a crazy cast like Brandy Lil Kim Usher wow like it's nuts like, I didn't recognise them like as a kid but yeah. anyway okay so that's an interesting first choice what's your second uh, the second one um, I don't know uh, just let me check I think yeah it can be cool to be like a big rock star in the 60s um like someone who discovered the psychedelic the psychedelism and uh, you know 
you know, psychedelic music, but at the same time, the drugs and, you know, like, you don't really care about the AIDS or, you know, you're, you're totally free in your mind. Um, and the music is great around you and uh, it represents something maybe more, you know, spiritual. Mm. Um, so I think it's my second choice and my third one, and maybe the first in, in reality. It's uh, uh, someone really into the spiritual, you know, you have some tradition in, in, in Africa, like in the, the Yoruba religion, for example, but in all the animist, animist like religion. And I really wanna wanna be like this, this guy like chief for, of a tribe or someone like that would just have you know this open mindedness about spiritual things or maybe like not a guru but a teacher of all this stuff and mm. uh, understand properly like this other world we don't really know here. And uh, I really want this one. I, I think it's the first because I think we don't understand properly our world and uh, the prism of our world is focus on the science for to explain everything around us and uh, I think we, we something else exists and uh, I like, like like in my position I'm like I'm really afraid about it and I'm just freaked out when someone speak to me like about all these really you know strange and occult things but I think if I was born in the good place at the good moment I will be really really aware about it yeah oh you've really tapped into something that I think people are thinking about a lot at the moment as well when you're talking about science and and maybe tech I don't know if this is the perspective you're coming from but you like I was on the train yesterday and I was next to uh, two people on their laptops and they look miserable and I feel like it's a representation almost of how we are forgetting the natural elements that are so important for us to live a balanced lifestyle. Yeah, like we spend yeah. nine hours sat down at a screen so often it's it's the norm yeah, yeah. and it's it's not nutritious in the way that we need it Definitely. to be. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of scary for It's where so scary. I don't know if I told you that, but I'm, I was a software engineer before. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't think we spoke about that huh. before, but yeah, I, I was a software engineer, so I was definitely the guy in front of the screen and just and like now I send some mails but if like I said to you before the show it's, it's what it's more like for artistic perspective and create something uh, and communicate around it but before it was just properly the purpose like just to be the, behind the screen and you know create a website or help an application of you know a create an app for a phone or something like that hmm. so uh, and I just remember the la last time, you know, I, I came back from from a big, big show in Croatia. It was called um, Dimensions Festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I came back from this, this big festival and uh, I was in front of a screen uh, for McDonald's. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was just, they asked me to create the application to choose your burger. Mm -hmm. uh, on Visual Basic. basic and and the big like, things when you walk in now and you sort of, Select it by hand rather than go yeah, speak to a human yeah. being. Now it's like, <laughs> now it's like that, but before it was uh, directly you had to ask to someone who just uh, put some information on the screen. Right. But anyway, yeah, I had to make this this app, and I was like, "What do I do of my life?" And uh, yeah, I just you know my my brain was like no, and I said probably no, you know, like my 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 boss told me like, "Oh man." Yeah, do it, and you have to finish it for in three days. Like it's really simple, and it's, and 
I said, no, <laughs> no, man, no. And uh, he called my, my direct boss, you know, I, I, I work in services, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the, oh shit, informatics and tech in general. And he, he was like, he, he tell it to my boss and my boss was like, I'll come back. And I, I just stay in front of the computer and do nothing literally like for the next two weeks. And I called my friend like, yo man, explain to me how I can just quit my job. I, or if they can drop me out like to have more money, but I have to do something, I can't stay here. So I called all my friends, lawyers and, uh, you know, everybody I had in mind who can help me. And uh, yeah, it was a really strange period. Like I felt like, okay, I'm done with all this shit to have a suit and uh, be shaved properly every day for a company who doesn't care about me. And I'm just, you know, uh, one, you know, one bugs in you're surrounded by all the bugs you know it's, yeah yeah it's a really bad feeling so. that's that's a really interesting story i had no idea that you you know came from a, a background that was quite non-musical it's definitely sense, not musical yeah, yeah 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 so tell me a little bit about um about your relationship with music around that time like did you know that you wanted to do something musical in the ideal situation or were you completely starting out fresh no, actually, I I practiced the music since my twelve, so I like in my head. I it's not like I every time uh, do music in my life, but or uh, all time I was really into it. But it's just at twelve I discover um, a big album. All my friends, like I said, this story a long, long time. Like to all my all my friends know it, but yeah, I discover like my friend. Uh, burnt for me like the CD of um, Genuine, 100% Genuine, and uh, I discovered Timbaland. I didn't know what it, what was a producer at this period, but I was really impressed by what's the difference. The the song like, you know, the symbols were what was replaced by a, a kind of scream like mm -hmm. a scream like that, and I was like, what is this shit? And I asked to my friend, we make a lot of research at this period. We didn't have internet, so the research were more like magazines and. Uh, you know, you go to see a friend, got the modem, like, <laughs> and you make some research on Yahoo or, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. that, like, really old period. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too old, but... It, it's, well, I remember dial-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you you're, you're sat there, like... Yeah, yeah. You're like, Mom, get off the phone, I want to get on the internet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my friends yeah. are on MSN. Like, yeah, just to, to take one picture of porn, like, it takes... <laughs> You, you take one picture and it's something like you have to, to wait 30 minutes <laughs> and your uncle is behind and be like, what, what happened, man? What are you doing? Like, yeah, I remember this period. So now you can have like, you know, the movie so fast, like one hour 30. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Speak the truth. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk, guys. Uh, so, yeah, no, at this period, like I discovered this album and we make some research and uh, we discover he took... The, he replaced the symbols by the scream of uh, Godzilla, the Japanese one, and that it was like behind the song, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So he replaced that by that, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was um, like you know, for me it's just musician behind, but I didn't, and I didn't, you know, know what is a beat maker, what what was like all this industry. I didn't know how it works, but I, I was just, I really love Gene Wine, but I was really most like, what is the music behind like it's great and so I discovered Timbaland 
And uh, you know, when you make some research, and I, I was 12, so I was like, oh, I'm willing to it. And when you're willing to something at 12, like you have to make some research, and you discover like the the remix of Busta Rhymes, and you discover Missy Elliott, and you just uh, you're just like, yo, everything happened, and you have Timbaland behind. I'm really into it. Mm. So that that it was my first big crush with the the music. Before that, I listened a lot of French rap, obviously. Or but I was into it, but I was not like you know I didn't I was not like I discovered a new job or I discovered something really interesting for me uh, something I will do like the 10 or 15 next years Join us for our next live show at Five Miles and Seven Sisters on the 29th of May. We have two incredible acts for you. We've got Jeune Waves that includes members of Portico Quartet, PVT and Luke Abbott, as well as an amazing live AV show from Kayla Painter. Tickets are available now. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't to the music, but my mother were like... Yeah, it's cool. Um, you you love the music; it's great. But you have to prepare your job, uh, one class, one year. Uh, so you have to study properly, and you have to to be really serious on that. And if a day you really want to do it, you will. Uh, but keep a job near that. So I definitely don't do it. Uh, <laughs> I quit my job. I quit everything to make music. <laughs> so I don't really listen to my mother. Uh, but you know what? I I feel like sometimes you have to give yourself those extreme situations in order for your survival instinct to kick in. Like if you were to try and transition from yeah. software engineer to musician slowly over time by yeah. like doing the odd gig here and your gig there and getting a rehearsal in here, like I can imagine it makes it so much harder for that to actually come to fruition for yeah, actually yeah, to yeah. happen and for that next chapter in your life to start. It's exactly like what, what happened. I was like, I just felt the moment like if you're not at, 100% like more than that 200% into the music if you don't feel it's the most important thing in your life you will go nowhere you mm. know and that, I think that because of my background and my own you know insecurity I was like I began that really late at the end like to be really into the music and uh, yeah I was I was like yo if you want if you really want it uh, give you you know the opportunity to find a good p person to do it and uh, first yourself like be really really into it so uh, so yeah you have to be involved in the to to find the solution like you just have to do it like think about it a lot I don't know if it's the the best answer you know and if the best choice or the best path for to, to do to, to properly do it but you know that it's just what I choose, you know, and uh, and I like you say, it took me a lot of times. Like the 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 story of the software engineer, and I quit my job. It was five years ago, so it's since five years you have a lot of roller coaster in my life, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. you mentioned your your mum and how she was, you know, keen for you to to um, work towards a stable sort yeah. of career. Like, did she help you with piano lessons, or did you kind of? take that up on your own instinct when you're uh, growing up not not really my mother is not really into the music to be honest like my mother she's you know the pure african mentality uh she is like yeah the music you can't have money with that and it's the world of the night you know because i was dj before to 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 be properly a musician with the band so she was like yo you know it's the 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 world of the night is totally different and uh, people take drugs there it's 
we have a lot of stories in our country about like musicians who really know what you do when you're a musician. So she never come mm. to see me in a gig. She never, she's not really involved into it. She's not, she tried to support me in her way, but yo, it's, it's more something I do alone. Uh, I hate to say that because she she supports she supports me a bit like when I was in my room and I make some beats when I was 16 she she was there and uh, she said oh see my my son makes some stuff on his computer so you make hmm. some stuff some stuff on his computer so you know he can make music and ma I, I I make some videos as well I make I made some stuff like that so she was like oh you know he really loved the computer he really loved to spend time on that so she 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 took it at this period like this uh and she understand like i had something with the music but she didn't really push me so much because she was just afraid i think you know she was just afraid about about my future and what i will do and i think she she's not really agree with what i do you know and uh if I'm totally honest, uh, I didn't know I will speak about it on, on the radio. But if I'm <laughs> hey, totally, you never know where it's gonna go. You just yeah, didn't, yeah. If I'm definitely honest, I think um, yeah, she she she's not really aware about it, and um, we are a bit angry um, for a lot of reason, like family reason. But it's 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 a part as well. Like we don't really we understand each other, but at the same time we don't give a step. You know, like we don't move and make gesture in the the other side and uh, i did it a lot in my life and now i'm in a period like okay i fuck off i just have to mm -hmm. think about what i need to do and uh, it's also like you know when you are we are with people who don't think exactly like you. it's not it's nothing like school if some people speak differently uh, think differently but it's just sometimes you're like oh this way to think is really toxic for me at this period I really need positivity because what I do is already really tough hard and full of that for me so yeah I don't need and I don't really want to to have this you know this really non-positive and toxic vibe around me just because the person don't really follow you in your dream and what you want to do yeah so that that's that's my position at this period. I'm I'm more really close to my big sister. Uh, she lives in Vietnam, but I call her like one time by week. Oh, or, wicked! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, man, when like your your parents are on a different um, level to you, like creatively or value wise. It's yeah, like yeah. there's you know there's love there, but I guess sometimes friction comes when you see the best options for yourself in different directions. Yeah, like, it happens. And also, it's just another generation, you know. It's mm. just another period. They, my, my mother in particular, uh, she in particular, sorry, she she's, she think really differently. She she think really like someone from the working class, and uh, you know, the music and art is just something to enjoy, but it's not something really important. So yeah, my way to see the music now, even if it's true, you know, it's, it's true. Like if you enjoy people, you can you can earn your life with that and it's great uh, without a politic message or without try to have a concept around what you do or you know uh, it's just not my way to do it and uh, I think really like I try to be an artist in what I do I I, I try to stay humble as well like <laughs> I say that with a big humility and uh, I, it took me a lot of time to to say oh shit at the end oh, okay I'm an artist oh, okay cool because for me, I was just in my room and make some music. I'm a bedroom producer. 
um, basically. So, you know, actually, it's just, yeah, you, we just definitely don't think the same. And uh, it's just hard for me to, 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 to feel like this generation and this woman will give everything, of course, for you. And at the same time, you are at a point of your life like, ah, shit, I think I can't follow this, this, this journey with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a day. Uh, I will come back, or maybe you will make this gesture. I wait since ten years. Maybe you will do it, or maybe me. I, I will be like, oh, I miss you. I need to to come back, but it's just not the period for me. Right, and it's, it seems like you've because you've moved from Paris to yeah, London, London now. Yeah. Like it seems that you, you know, when you're talking about um, friends at school that were in a, you know, thinking differently, yeah. or um, your mum thinking differently, it seems like you've found a lot of people in London that you that yeah. you do bond with in that it's kind just, of way that you you like you found yeah. your um your group in a sense it's, it's just totally crazy and it's the story of the album as well um Fulden Road and was the first road who I felt like accept me um before that I was in a, I was already in a group in Paris but more in the house music you know bef- before to make this album I was more in the house scene in Paris so I discovered like this band of dancers and uh you know mixed people come from everywhere and just dance and uh you know they grab some personal stuff of traditional music like arabian people uh black people from you know sub-saharan background or uh you know french people like with a purely countryside background <laughs> but yeah so i find all these people all these people like just mixing uh, and I was like wow that's crazy like they just come in the club come at six it's finished at you know something like midnight and everybody dance and all in the music and uh, this community is called the tap water tap water community and I really lo- love it and the the, the, um, the nights the events called tap water jam and I was like yo it's that so all nights they just drink tap water uh, they'd say it. Oh, say, no way. So it's literally representing that they're yeah. teetotal and just drinking water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's just, it, it, it's come from that. Like, it's a friend of mine who uh, found his community when he was in uh, in Canada with uh, his ex-girlfriend. And uh, they were in, tro- in trouble with clubs because they come and they don't... The bar doesn't make money. Yeah. Right. The bar don't really make money just because, you know, they drink water pr- properly and th- they just ask for tap water. So for free and they just want to come see the DJ dance a lot and come back in the house yes. so they create the vibe but they don't create the economy <laughs> so so clubs don't really appreciate them so they when when he go back to Paris it, now this community is between Canada and Paris of course because his ex-girlfriend she's she's still in uh, in Canada and continue to 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 make this kind of events there and in Paris he just kept going and uh, it, it's just it was really my first community my first my first community sorry and uh, after that i was like oh it's great it's great and uh, i have some personal issues like not hospital or something just you know personal life and uh, i felt more and more you know the producers and uh, the dj's around this community you know people begin to have kids 
or begin to settle down in their life or be like, oh, yeah, I don't think I will come this, this week or something. So It was maturing. Yeah, maturing. Mm. Like, it's it's the worst thing can happen <laughs> to the music, you know. <laughs> uh, so everything began to be really different. You didn't have, at the end, like, the same, you know, emulation around this project. So, and uh, all my friends, you know, like, the collective is called Bit Exchanges. They continue now to the, to, to make some, some, uh, some release. Uh, and it was my first real label, um, but I was like, ah, yeah, it's a bit boring. And uh, at the same moment, I just sent some demos here and uh, of my favorite label in London, and uh, people were really receptive. Like twenty two A, I sent a, a message to to the label, and Tenderlonius just answered to me directly, and were like, oh man, we really love what you do. And I was like, wow, uh, because I. At this period, I bought like all album of 22A or EP or wow. everything, everything from them. Like for me, it was the best. Like they tried to mix the hip hop music with the house and uh, with a really personal vision of electronic stuff. And I was really a big fan of that. It was my music as well. I was I was really connected with that, and they felt exactly the same thing. And I was the first. I felt like oh shit, I'm the first French guy signed on this label. That's 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 big for me you know it's 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 not it's a big like uh, underground label not nobody really cares but for me it was really important I it's was, huge i mean they've got so much clout you, you know like, what i mean yeah like, i mean i know they're not like a mainstream label but in yeah. terms of like for people that really respect music on a deep level like 22a are up there i think and it's the first label i don't really consider like purely house because b- before that i I make a, um, a record as well for a Wolf a Wolf Music, uh, but 22A was for me like, oh, I, I don't have to just I'm not pigeonholed in the house music. I can mm. do something else. Oh, that's great. So after that, you had rhythm section, and uh, these two records are really important for me because it, it show like it shows like a new direction. Like okay, I got a jazz background. You see it a bit with my uh, previous records, but that's really my way. Uh, and uh, yeah, and after that, you have the the story with Lex, which happened now. So at, t- I, at Total Refreshment Center, in Total Refreshment Center, uh, Alexis Blondel, and uh, it's it's just like for me, it's really like a really normal and normal normal way. Like oh yeah, you you like to do house music, but you do it since five years, and you want to approach it differently you you keep going like you still do it but you need like to have like fresh air and think differently the music and I, I study at this period like I studied a lot of standards and jazz I went to school um this is after the software engineering yeah oh yeah, cool yeah. so you went back to school and like I, studied music a bit. yeah one year ago I finished it one year ago I stayed three years in a private school in Paris uh, wow. before to come here and uh, so yeah I studied the jazz I studied like you know, changes, chords. Uh, I ju- I study really the piano and the way to compose, comp and solo. And I, w- I was just like, oh, I want to put this music in t- this direction. But at the same time, I don't really want to be, you know, like make a really standard jazz. Uh, I don't re- I don't think it's boring or something. It's just not me. It's, mm. it's interesting, like the materials, but it's not really what I want to do. So my... my my direction just go really easily and really quick. And like you said, the people who understand me uh, at this period are here. Like everybody, like I have a lot of friends here. I, after that, I took 
two years of my, like when I studied at the same time, I took two years to make the back and forth between Paris and London and discover some people. And it's just like when you here, you, you have something I don't really find in Paris. I can go like three or four time by week in a, in gigs and every time be surprised or be like, oh, this guy is amazing. Or sometimes just, oh, I want to make music with, with him. Or yeah, I want to jam with this person. Or sometimes it's just, oh, it give me an idea. Or sometimes it's just, oh, the moment is great. Like, you know, I discovered Steam Down. I discovered TRC. I discovered like Cicada. Uh, two weeks ago, I, I discovered um, Levitation Orchestra. Everywhere, every time you have something we can just amaze you easily and uh and you understand the direction quickly mm. and you have a reciprocity like the artists come really we have 11 musicians on this record like the musicians really understand properly what i do and it's something i don't know if it's just me and my way to think and make music uh, because i don't think like you have like just rubbish musician in paris and amazing musicians here i don't think that i think just my way to make music is maybe more uh interesting here or more uh take with no people are more receptive of what of what i do mm. uh i don't really understand why maybe it's just references background and what i love uh you know even like the english i just learned it like when i came here or you know and travel and it's it's really crazy like honestly like when i think a bit about the direction of the music and uh, what i do now and how i am uh, where I am, I'm like, wow, it, it's 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 not normal, you know. I'm mm. I'm French. I'm properly have like a French culture, but at the end of the day, I'm here and I feel, you know, more comfy here. So I, I asked myself the question honestly. I st I still don't have the answer. <laughs> like, do you go back to Paris much, or are you kind of like stationed uh, here for a while? Yeah, I st uh, I, honestly, yeah, I settled down here for a big moment. I don't think I will move a lot just for work like I have to go back to Paris for a show with the Children of Deuce um, that would be sick yeah it will be, yeah. Will be sick uh, this, this, this weekend but yeah I have some gigs like that I play in the London Jazz London Jazz Calling Festival which is in Paris like strange to, <laughs> to call it like that oh uh, yeah. yeah is that all like London artists yeah I assume. it, yeah, is, it yeah. is literal okay yeah they try to promote like the you know the jazz scene here got you uh, but it's strange like you come in the festival and this is called London Jazz Calling in but Paris. you're in Paris <laughs> yeah. in, uh, you know La Villette which is like an area I just spent a lot of time when I was there so right. it was just strange in my, in my mind but I was I say, yeah, fair enough. Wow. Like. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about the album in particular. So it's yeah, coming out in yeah, June. Sure. It's called Folden Road, which is named after the road that TRC is yeah. on. And um, yeah, you've got some like wicked collaborators, like you mentioned, um, about 11 artists, yeah, did you 11, say around there? Yeah, 11 musicians. So we've got Alicia Joy, Emma Jean Thackeray. Yeah, um, Doodle Taylor, uh, Matt yes. Gedrish. You have Yael Kamara uh, Onono. Uh, Wayne Francis Anense. Um, oh, have, Steam Down. Steam Down. Yeah. You have my two big friends of mine who live in Paris, um, Jordan Santa, Jordan Santar, and uh, Tanguy Tanguy Juan Juan. Um, you, you have too much a brother portrait as well as well. Yes, uh, Alicia Joy. Uh, yeah, it's too too much people. It's crazy. That's uh, absolutely wicked. Like, can you yeah. tell us some of the stories behind the tracks on yeah. the album? It, it just but because I remember the name Essinam as oh, well. Oh yeah, please, yeah. Which come from uh, Belgium, uh, flute uh, flute girl 
which is amazing. She's got a beautiful proje- solo project, and she played Mau Mau uh, Thursday. But if the podcast come out Friday, mm, like yeah, it's really <laughs> going to be in the past. But <laughs> yeah. go check out the music. Yeah, as now it's really cool. Yeah. So sorry. What, what was the question? Um, so question? just like get some of the stories behind the tracks on the albums, because there's there's kind of like Brother Portrait provides yeah. a kind of narrative that, yeah, that runs yeah. through some of them. So what's some of the the stories that pop up? The story of this album is really just sick. Um, I went to London one time for for a show uh, for a singer called Went Snow. And uh, we finish at in the morning, in a in, you know in after hours jam, uh, and uh, we spoke a lot at this period with uh, Fab uh, Fabrice Bourgel and uh, Le- Alexi, and we spoke a lot together. And he was like, "Oh, your new graphic." I was like, "Yeah," and you know, I really like the I don't know the mentality and the energy here in this place. It was like, "Yo, man, you, you just come down here more more often," you know. And if a day you want to live here, like embrace it. And I was like, oh, really? I don't really know, man. It was two years ago. And uh, so we spoke a lot, like, you know, like after a jam, you spoke like one hour with friends and it's new friends, new people. And you're really excited about what you, you see in TLC. I see like everybody plays piano or a singer or sing or, you know, do everybody do a lot of different things. And it was so like, wow, that's that's really inspiring. And I was like, yo, I really want to spend more time here. He was like, yeah, man, come come down. Even you, where, 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 when you want, like, do your thing, man. I was like, oh, okay, man, uh, I keep it in mind. Uh, and, you know, I went to Detroit with uh, my ex-girlfriend at this period. And I, I went there and I just came back. And I I, I was thinking more and more, like, how oh, would I live in TLC with, with legs? And I just sent him a message of my demos and everything. With the demos, like I have a big pack of, I don't remember, 30 different demos of just house and hip hop beats, like oh, everything I made in my house. And um, he was like, oh man, that's you who play. Like, the, the first answer he, he, <laughs> he had was, oh, it's you, you play the piano on your beats. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's me. Wow, how did he know? I, I don't know. He, maybe he just heard that and he was like, oh, great, like it's you. He just asked me the question, like, Maybe because, you know, he got a good ears for the sample and he didn't really recognize the sample or something. So he asked me, like, oh, you play on it? And I was like, yeah, man, yeah. It was like, oh, you definitely need a band. So it's the first time I thought about it. Me Before that, I tried to have some jam in Paris with different pe- per- person, but I was not like, I want a personal band. Like, in my head, you know, I got the feeling of, you know, the whole school jazz formations, like... You 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 study after you are a sideman for uh, you know a singer or someone for five years like you have the time to work and after that you have your band so I didn't think at this period to have my own and it was like oh man we definitely you, you definitely need to create a band man I really feel it and he was like yo man when you when you can just come come here and we will figure it out and I was like yo really man he was like yeah yeah come and uh, he's and such a bringer together of people isn't yeah. He? It's so good curator. It's it's really like the he got a big energy for that. Like so, sometimes it's just you know focus on two different things and uh, you're like man just stay with me, <laughs> help me now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, sometimes it's a bit like in his head. But to be honest, it's so cool like to 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 have like these kind of ideas so quickly and understand properly what need a musician or what you can give to him. Mm. And he is really like that. So he, he said he said that to me. I was in Paris. Uh, I had my house, I had everything, and uh, I was not thinking to live there. 
but we created the band in three days and the first gig was uh, was amazing and you have like one track uh, something is missing which is a track we record in TLC for, for like after these three days with the musicians um, and uh, yeah it was great I was like I just felt like wow that that's my thing uh, I need to compose more uh, in this way like you know have a lead for a trumpet uh, mm-hmm. think about the rhythm for uh, the drums uh, find a way at the good balance to you know have uh, sharing music together and interplay with the bass player and blah 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 so I was like yo that's my thing now that's really what I want to do and uh, yeah he just he just followed me so it, 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 it was he <laughs> was the beginning and after that it was two years ago and after that it was just the album just tell the story of my two last years in in London before to settle here properly in the in the south uh, and all the people who are in this album Essinam um, or Nubaya or brother portrait who is a big big friend of mine now we are we have the same age the same kind of trouble the same vision of life it's really crazy um, and the mo- like everybody or or in Paris or Alicia Joy is the lonely girl will live in Australia and she was here and just come down for a show and we record it but for all those all, all the people all they live in Paris all they live in London or we record in Paris or we record in London a lot of time we record like the majority in, uh, in TRC of course and uh, and the name of the, the album come uh, because of a story I, I felt like I spoke a lot with uh, Alexi and I felt he was really frustrated because he didn't ha- really have like you know the um, the recognitions are, you know, like, it was not really, I, I felt he was in a bad feeling with, like, what people gave him back. You know, a lot of stuff happened in TLC, and not really a lot of people speak about TLC. At this period, I said, mm-hmm. you know, two two years uh, two years ago when you had uh, We Out Here. When yeah, you, you don't know what pe- you got till it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that's it. And uh, you had a lot of people uh, speaking about Mau Mau, a lot of people speaking about Tomorrow Warriors. And uh, not really, you didn't really have artists or some people who spoke about like the importance of TLC and this place for the musicians. But you have a lot of pictures everywhere of this space uh, of people who just try to pose in it, uh, <laughs> studio sessions, <laughs> filming it. Yeah. So, and Church of Sound, and you know, like this community, well, were really important, uh, and it's still important in London. Like you, you, you saw Barbican uh, at the same time of uh, your on Evans. That's like. it. <laughs> Two big shows in one day. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, like you, you see, like it, it was really important for a lot of people. But now it begins to be more because you, you work on the communication on that. Like you have the book, you of um, Emma Warren. You you have Barbican. You will have my release, uh, but I just the idea of Fulden Road of this album. Were like I have to dedicate dedicated this album to someone who let him possible, and more than someone, a space, a community, people will live there. You know, and um, and it, it was the story. I was like, I spent all my before to live like now I live in the south, but before to live there and to settle to settle down there properly, I was really really in Dalston. Uh, I just came the first time with my, my backpack directly to TLC. I was like, oh, nothing work in Paris. I have a lot of depth and uh, everybody want to 
put me in this box of the house music and I want to do it's cool and I love that but I want to do something else and I don't really know what I do of my life and ah na na you know you ask a lot of questions to yourself and you're like oh I don't know I don't think it's a good period maybe I need to find a job and yeah I, w I was full of really negative uh, you know mind and I didn't really know how to think differently and I just came and you have Fabrice who just asked me like hey man yo calm down take it easy do, do you want something I, I cook pasta do you want some pasta like yo oh, and it was the first time you know I felt like wow cool someone's cool. looking out for me yeah exactly yeah. And, and you know a bit like you're welcome you mm. know like someone tell me like yeah settle settle down man take it easy everything will be fine calm down and uh, I know it was not true, like I, I was really stressed by a lot of different things in my life, but I felt like it's here, mm. like, it, it, and yeah, this vision and this face of this this marvelous guy, I just remember, it's my big, big friend now. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Uh, There's a lot to be said about belonging and like yeah. feeling like you're part of something and invited to, to lay roots somewhere yeah, even yeah. if you are carrying all this stress with you like if someone says you're welcome here do you want a cup of tea do you want some pasta it's like, so important. It's like oh my gosh like you just feel grounded yeah yeah, yeah and it's refeed you uh, it was really important for me to feel that somewhere and so it wasn't TLC so this this space and this more than the, this just the space the space is important but more than just the space the community mm -hmm. around TLC was really important for me and you know, when I did this this album, I was like, I hope like this person who knew TLC at the period of the venue, like you can go there in the, you know, in the morning and in in the in the afternoon and see BBC who I don't know interview someone uh, in the living, or and uh, some people who just uh, prepare the the rehearsal for and uh, just cook together in the kitchen, and uh, behind that you hear music from a studio and. Uh, uh, you know, and when you spend your 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 all day there, you hear a lot of different music. And the, in the evening, you have like in the beginning, you have like um, sound check from a, a band of rock music or free jazz band, or and it was like at the moment like you had a gig every day. So it, uh, you know, I just slept in the couch a lot of times because I had nowhere to go when I was in London so I slept in the couch in the living in the <laughs> period I don't really have to say it but it's true oh uh, you had to say like the living the living space the living space yeah, yeah Chelsea, you know the main room yeah, yeah it's yeah. very a multifunctional space isn't it really really multifunctional <laughs> space you have a ping pong table yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a kind a of broken piano is it broken was it broken yeah no it, it works it, 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 okay. it works it works properly like it's Maybe just, it's just the way I was playing it. Yeah, and a bit <laughs> out of tune as well. So <laughs> a lot of people like it. But yeah, so you have like this space and and uh, when you spend a lot of times there, it's so inspiring because you have a lot of different things you can see from nine to you know eleven p.m. or midnight, and you it's just really important. And I compose a lot of songs like conclusion, like the last song, mm. uh, just in the piano is a song I composed exactly on this piano at TRC wow. two years ago. Um, so yeah, for me, it was inspiring. Nice. It was just an inspiring, inspiring place. I can't wait for the album to come out. Um, thank you so much for sharing your Yo. stories around it. And, yeah, thanks. And I think I spoke, I spoke a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I, I am thrilled because you have so many interesting stories about how you've come to this album. And, and um, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for sharing some time Thanks with to us. you to invite me, honestly. Thank you.
If you've enjoyed the show and you've gotten this far, then please leave us a little comment, rate the show, subscribe, and share it with your friends as well. We'll catch you in the next episode. Supreme Standards.